the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Wow. Wow is right. I am he. I am the black man. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Why? Because we're living life like it matters. That's what this hour of power is about. To to get you off the rat race of life, to get you off the scatteredness of today's human being, to get you off of the unfocused nature uh, of Americans Day, and to just remind you, to help you remember, to help you recollect, reassert, review, reassure, recommit. If you don't know it yet, it's probably a reason why I'm saying all these rewords, right? You know, I, I love this radio show so much. One thing it allows me to do, it allows me to push the uh, uh, the envelope, if you will, it allows me to get outside of my zone, allows me to to feed that creative side of myself. Uh, in the last couple of shows, uh, I've been talking about reframing. Reframing. Uh, you know, a frame is to, to put meaning to something. It's the it's the way we look at something. You know, if, if you're framed to Mr. Black as I'm a nice guy, I'm a smart guy, then even if I screw up, even if I make a mistake, uh, you're going to give me some mercy, some grace, because your frame uh, that you have around me is good. It's kind of like a, a husband and wife, you know, after they've been on each other's nerves, frayed nerves for years. Um, the frame that they see each other through changes. Uh, and so they might have bitterness. They might have resentment. Uh, they might uh, blame a lot of their problems on this other person. And so what happens is the frame they put around that person is that person wants to hurt me. That person doesn't love me. That person's not looking out for my best interest. That person just cares about himself. See, those are frames. And then everything we do or do not do is affected by that frame. The most recent powerful example uh, is Donald Trump. I don't care what you think about him or don't think about him. But uh, for four years, we heard a frame created around him, whether you uh, are pro or against, whether you are a Republican or Democrat. He's a racist, he's a homo, he's misogynist, uh, he doesn't believe in science, uh, he's a bull in a china shop, or how about this one, we were told he's a Russian agent, a Russian spy, we were told night after night after night that we have irrefutable evidence, once you see all the evidence that's top secret that we can't show you right now, you're going to know he's a spy, you're going to know the election was fake, you're going to know, right? And then lo and behold... When all the top secret stuff is released, we find out not only was he not a Russian spy, 
The whole thing was made up. The whole premise for the investigation, the whole premise for hundreds of millions of dollars being spent. uh, And basically our country hurt irrevocably, I believe, was all made up just so they could replace this guy. Whoops. And it's stunning because people still to this day think that Donald Trump is a Russian asset. To this day, think that the 2016 election was not proper. And it's amazing, in 2016, when you said the election was fake or fraudulent, uh, you were a good uh, defender of democracy. Uh, today, you're an insurrectionist if you say the same thing about the 2020. Oh, you can still say that about 2016 election. You just can't say that about the 2020 election. And why? Because of the frame. The media has one job, and it's to frame a narrative. That's what you hear it's called. It's the narrative. And so I've been talking about this frame. And then really yesterday I hit in more detail reframing. Because as a steward of our mind, as a steward of the ultimate environment in our life, uh, we must control three things. Number one, what we put into our head. Number two, what we allow to stay in our head. And number three, the proper use of what we're keeping in our head. And in order to properly use it, we is one of the key success points in life is to be consistently representing your experience in ways that allow you to be more resourceful for yourself and for other people. And so today, I want to take you back. Today, we're going to remember, we're going to renew, we're going to recommit, we're going to recollect, we're going to review, uh, we're going to recharge, we're going to revive, we're going to do a lot of re because that is the topic of today's show. It's re R-E, again, anew, go back. And so why don't we go back, because some of us forgot some basic truths that we learned a long time ago. From the book by Robert Fulgham, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. All we need really need to know we learned in kindergarten. We just forgot. We need to remember, to remind, to recollect. All we really need to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, we learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sand pile at Sunday school, these are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing some and dance some and play some and work some every single day day. Take a nap every afternoon. I hope my wife's not listening to this. (laughs) Take a nap every afternoon. When you go out into the world, watch out for traffic. Hold hands and stick together. Be aware of wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup? The roots went down and the plant went up. And nobody really knows how or why, 
but we are all like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice, and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup, they all die. So do we. It's appointed for man to die one time and then be judged. It is written. And then remember the Dick and Jane books and the first word you learned, the biggest word of all, look. See, everything we need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule and love, the basic sanitation, ecology and politics, equality, and we can call that sane living. And take any of those items and extrapolate it into sophisticated adult terms and apply it to your family life or your work or your government or your world, and it holds true, clear, and firm. Think what a better world it would be if all the whole world had cookies and milk about 3 o'clock every afternoon and then lay down with our bankies for a nap. Or if all governments had a basic policy to always put things back where they found them and to clean up their own mess. And ladies and gentlemen, whether we remember this today or not, whether we're living it today or not, whether we want to believe it today or not, it's all still true. It doesn't matter how old we are. And when we go out into the world, it is best to hold hands and stick together. And we all know that. And yet we've been living in a pandemic. We're told you to separate, to isolate, to stay away from people. The unconscious messages, people are a threat. Things that you can't see, they're hurting you, they're harming you. And America is the worst for it. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to tra- take a trip backwards so we can start going forward again. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. That's enough. Put down the mic. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. 
We all know there's a lot of pride that comes with having your own home. It's the biggest investment you'll ever make. It's the place you'll make your own. Angie is on a mission to help you love your home by taking on all the projects that come along with it. Angie takes all the help you could possibly need for your home and puts it right in the palm of your hand. When you download the Angie app, you can find a professional to fix an emergency leak when you need it. Handling your home has never been this straightforward. But now we have Angie, your home for everything home. Download it today. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so... I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. And for those black young men who think somehow they can align themselves with Trump, Trump, not only are they terribly mistaken, any of them showing their face, I will never, ever forgive them for undermining the possibility to help their own people and their own community. Don't jive me. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the word re. I'm going to take you on an etymological journey because I love words. You know, the Bible even says, the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Uh, And words have meaning. The right words at the right time can change someone's life. And the wrong words at the right time can change As I teach people how they work, that's why we call it self-help. Self-help has become this terrible negative uh, phrase, but it really means to help yourself. I mean, look at the word, to help yourself. Uh, and, you know, we've been given all the tools that we need to live our lives like it matters. Uh, I truly believe that we are all created with a toolbox. Uh, the problem is we don't know what the tools are in that toolbox, uh, and we don't know how to use them. Uh, it's it's kind of like this. You know, you can go and buy the most expensive vacuum cleaner in the world. Uh, I love a good Dyson. So let's say you buy a Dyson, a high-end Dyson, uh, and you take it out of the box, and you start pushing around on your carpet, and you're working hard, and you've been doing this for 10, 15 minutes, and, and you notice that your carpet's not looking any different. And then you call up the manufacturer, and you say, hey, I just bought this vacuum cleaner. Uh, and uh, my carpet, I've been pushing around on my carpet for 15 minutes, and it's no different than it was 15 minutes ago. Can you help me? And you know, in the troubleshooting process, do you know what one of the first things they're going to ask you? Do you know what it is? Is it plugged in? Logical. True story. (laughs) Honestly. See, if you don't plug in that vacuum cleaner, then all the pushing, 
all the calories burning, all the Fitbit steps that you're taking, uh, they're just Fitbit steps. That's all they are. You ain't cleaning any carpet. So you plug in the vacuum cleaner, and now you start pushing around, and you're doing it again, going over the same area, pushing, you're straining, you're, you're dancing, you're moving around, you're getting some exercise while you're doing it. And the carpet still doesn't look any different. <gasps> and so you call up the manufacturer and you say, man, I'm vacuuming here uh, and it's not working. And so they go through the process. Did you plug it in? Yeah, I plugged in. I was on the phone with you 15 minutes ago. You told me to plug it. Of course it's plugged in. Okay, question number two. Is it turned on? Oh. Hello? 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 <laughs> Yeah, see, even if it's plugged in, you might be connected to the source. But if you don't have the power on, then it doesn't matter. Then nothing's going to happen. You got my point? And that's how we are. And that's how a lot of, quote, Christians are, people who identify as Christians. You think just because you show up every Sunday or every Saturday or every Wednesday night, uh, that that you're a Christian, or you think that because you were born in America that you're a Christian, or you think that because the A, B, C, or D, because your mom and dad are a Christian, or because you go to this church, or whatever it is. No, two things got to happen. You got to first plug into the source, and that's God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, El Elyon, right? But then you got to actually turn it on, and you have to access it. And see, we all have a toolbox, and we were born with it. And in my leadership training that you can read about at likeitmatters.net, I, first of all, plug it into the source. And second of all, I, I turn on the machine uh, because we are a machine. And part of this process is to remember, is to remind ourselves, is to recollect. And that's what we're talking about today. Today's title of the show is actually Re, Again, Anew, Go Back. So let me give you the definition from the good dictionary. And I always pull from a lot of different dictionaries. So it's a prefix. In other words, it's usually at the beginning of a word, right? Uh, it says again, anew. It's like, it gives the example, retell. Then the second definition is back or backwards. It gives the example of recall. It says uh, another one, a prefix occurring originally in loan words from Latin used with the meaning again or again and again to indicate repetition or with the meaning back or backwards to indicate withdrawal or backward motion. And it gives a couple words, regenerate, refurbish, retype, retrace, revert. So R really means back, back from, back to the original place. Also again, anew, once more also conveying the notion of undoing or backwards. Now, I find that real interesting because we all have a timeline. We have a past, we have a present, we have a future. And, and I got to be honest with you, most people have misfiled their past into their future. And I see it all the time in my training. We're running old programs. You know, by the time a child is six years old, uh, the a majority of their map of reality is in place. Uh, in other words, a majority of their structure of their belief system already is in place by the time they're six years old. But the problem is a lot of people have family of origin issues. A lot of people uh, don't want to revisit their childhood. You know, I grew up in Vegas, and I got to be honest with you. 
when I drive into Vegas or fly into Vegas, my stomach my stomach sinks. Uh, I get a weird feeling. I feel uncomfortable. I get that feeling where, um, you know, you got in trouble at school and you're coming home and the principal called your dad. And so your dad's at home waiting for you with a belt and you're walking home, waiting to walk in that door with your dad sitting there with a belt because you know and he knows that you did something wrong. Anybody know that feeling? Well, that's the feeling I get when I go to Las Vegas. Because child of childhood issues there, family of origin issues. And so a lot of people have a tough time going back because of the pain. And see, our belief systems that we put in place when we're six years old uh, are to survive or to get through that childhood, are, are to, to be the chameleon, to, to become who we need to be to get through that phase of our life. And then when we get on our own, we should revisit, see how we go back, uh, to, to remind, actually to, to, to put in place a new mind, to recollect why we thought what we did and how we did what we did, and then to start changing it because we're a different person, to reassert ourselves, to review things from the back, to go forward in a better direction, maybe even to regroup or to recharge, revive ourselves. You see all those re-words. I don't know if you could carry on a two-minute conversation without the, uh, the prefix re being in your conversation. It's really, really important. And so in the timeline, there's a past, there's a present, there's a future. And I talk about the three R's of survival. Regret, resent, and resist. Now I want you to think about those three R words. Regret, resent, or resist. And you know what's weird? And again, as I was putting the show together, it just came to me. Those three words, the re them, is not the definition. It's not a prefix. It's actually part of the word. It's just fascinating. But all three of them require a rear focus. To regret, right? You're having bad feelings about something that had to, was done to you or that you had to do or that uh, uh, you didn't like, whatever it was, right? And then resent. Boy, we live in a resentful world, don't we? We live in a world in America, I should say, an America that is driven by the spirit of offense. The spirit of offense. It's the, it, it's the bait of Satan to, to not forgive, to be reminded of all the bad things that have ever happened to anybody that might look like you, to, to remember uh, uh, all the bad things that happen to people that share this with you or share that with you. To, don't you hear it? We're living in the past with all this regret and resentment. And then resist. Now, the Bible says clearly to resist the devil. The Bible says clearly certain things that we should resist. Um, we should resist temptation. We should resist fantasizing about another woman if we're married, if we're a man. We should, right? But this resist is different. This resist is like in my leadership training. Everything I do in my leadership training, I do for the good of people. But a lot of people resist me. Why? Because they're past. Because I remind them of someone who was mean to them. Because I'm not doing things the way they would prefer them. Because I'm triggering uh, old anchors from their past, which were negative. But everything I'm doing is for their good. And they fight. A lot of people fight me for the first half of the process. And then the second half of the process, they buy in. But boy, if they wouldn't have resisted at the beginning, they would be a lot further along. 
And so those are the three R's of survival. We look at America, we're living in that regret, resent. And remember, I mean, 40% of the country was part of the resistance. They thought the 2016 election were a sham. They kept saying, Trump's not my president. Remember when that was democracy in action? Remember when that was the cool way to think? Now, in the 2020 election, Facebook banned you from uh, talking about a fake election. And now we're finding out in Georgia and in Arizona that 100,000-plus ballots seem to be photocopied. They are pristine condition. And thousands, tens of thousands of votes for Trump just disappeared. And now we're finding out that everything we've said, everything any intelligent person knew is actually true, that it was a fraudulent election. That was fake. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to remember who we are. We've got to remember what we're supposed to be doing. And we've got to remember the quality in which we do it. And that's why today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the word re, which is again, anew, and to go back. And we'll be right back. The crisis is only deepening. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Hey, this is Tim O. from the Kingdom Builders Roofers. We get a lot of calls from folks that have an insurance claim for damage to the roof and gutters. Insurance claim paperwork can be confusing and overwhelming at times. Some people have even thought that that initial check they get from the insurance company is all that they have to work with for the repairs. That's not always the case. We work with insurance companies all the time and often have to be an advocate for our customers with the big insurance companies. We're happy to help out in this area and take the time to walk you through all the paperwork. Sometimes homeowners that have a damage claim in hand and then try to find the lowest bid on the repairs are actually sacrificing critical value available to them through their own claim. If you want an honest and clear review of your claim or a no-pressure inspection of your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find us on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge 
my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Now they say I'm immune. I can feel, I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and um, everybody. I'll just give you a big fat kiss. <laughs> classic Donald Trump. I am classic Mr. Black. And we are back. We are back with Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. You know, a little girl was talking to her teacher about whales. The teacher said it was physically impossible for a whale to swallow a human. Because even though a whale is a very large mammal, its throat is very small. Well, a little girl piped up and stated, well, the Bible says that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. The teacher reiterated that a whale could not swallow a human. It was impossible. The little girl said, well, when I get to heaven, I'll ask Jonah if he was swallowed by a a whale. The teacher asked, what if Jonah went to hell? The little girl replied, then you ask him. Boom. <laughs> I love that joke. Why? Because the Bible does not say uh, he was swallowed by a well. It actually says a great fish. We assume it was a well. Uh, it's Jonah one seventeen, And the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow Jonah. Uh, King James says the Lord prepared. The Lord arranged. It's the New Living Translation. Amazing. Appointed, prepared, arranged. See, ladies and gentlemen, this little girl remembered what her Bible said. And that's what God calls us to do. See, God knows us well. And sometimes we must remind ourselves of certain things. A DA officer stops at a ranch in Texas and talks with an old rancher. He tells the rancher, I need to inspect your ranch for illegally grown drugs. The rancher says, Okay, but don't go in that field over there, as he points out the location. With that, the DEA officer verbally explodes, saying, Listen, mister, I have the authority of the federal government with me. Reaching into his rear pants pocket, he removes his badge and proudly displays it to the rancher. You see this badge? This badge means I'm allowed to go wherever I wish, on any land, no questions asked or answers given. Have I made myself clear? Do you understand? The rancher, the rancher nods politely, apologizes, and goes about his chores. A short time later, the rancher, the old rancher hears loud screams and sees the DEA officer running for his life, chased by the rancher's big Santa Gertrudis bull. With every step, the bull is gaining ground on the officer, and it seems likely that he'll get gored before he reaches safety. The officer is clearly terrified. The rancher throws down his tools, runs to the fence, and yells at the top of his lungs, Your badge! Show him your badge! (laughs) So, is it great? When someone reminds us of something stupid that we said at the point of crisis, you know, and that's really 
what I want to talk about today, re, because we need to get some re on. We need to review. We need to remember. We need to remind. We need to recollect. We need to reassert. We need to reassure. We need to recommit. There's recharging that needs to take place, reviving that needs to take place. We need to regroup as a country. If America is at any stage right now, I'm going to tell you it should be called the re-stage because we need to remind ourselves. We need to go back to the basics. And what brought this up? Uh, there's a new book that I've been reading called In Hope for, the, in, in Hope for This Present Crisis. One of my favorite pastors, uh, Dr. Michael Youssef, uh, he wrote this book, and he provides a diagnosis of the insanity of the current culture uh, and a seven-step prescription for restoring sanity to a world gone mad. And I want to give you the seven steps, but as I'm reading them, see, my mind works in patterns. Remember, I have my master's in neurolinguistic programming, so... NLP to me is all about patterns. That's why I'm a good therapist. That's why I'm a good counselor. Uh, That's why I I can study the Bible as well, because God's given me the gift. He's wired my brain to see patterns. And so um, listen to the seven steps that Dr. Yusup, who I, I highly respect, and he's biblically accurate. I just love this man. So here's a seven step path to restoring a world gone mad. Okay. Remember the truth. Stand firm on the truth of the gospel. Number two, restore the soul. Seek God's approval, not the approval of other people. Number three, revitalize the family. Guard your children from the horrors of the internet. Number four, reestablish the classroom. Support conscientious, caring public school teachers. Number five, respect our freedoms. Know your rights. Number six, reform our society. Morally and spiritually purify yourself. And number seven, revive the church. Demonstrate the forgiving love of Jesus at all times. Now, I want you to notice those seven words. To remember, restore, revitalize, reestablish, respect, reform, revive. And the only one of those words without the re being a, a prefix is respect to remember the truth, to restore the soul, to revitalize the family, to reestablish the classroom, to reform. Isn't that amazing? Reform is to reform our society and to revive the church. And you know what vibe means, right? It's, I think it's Latin uh, for life. Viva la France, right? Long live France, right? Viva life. The church is dead. Billy Graham told us that about 60% of people, 70% of people in church, uh, uh, Billy Graham said, are dead. And that was a long time ago because he's dead too. He's with the Lord now. He's not dead. He's awoken in a different kingdom. That's all, right? And so we got to remember. And so as I was putting this together, I talked earlier about the three R's of survival. But can I suggest that there are three R's to renewal? Because survival and renewal are opposites. Survival is getting through something. A lot of people survive the uh, survive the 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 what is it the um, the tsunami. Remember, we just saw pictures of this when the, I was watching an unsolved mystery about the spirit of of the tsunami. Uh, it was incredible, and just reminded saw pictures of what happened. That earthquake 9.0 shook those buildings, but very little damage done. But because it was such a massive earthquake, it caused a tsunami. And if you don't know, the most powerful of the elements on the earth 
is water. And if you don't know the power of, uh, of momentum, Google tsunami because you will see it. You will experience it. And so there are three R's of renewal. See, surviving is just getting through something. People survive Auschwitz. People survive near-death experience, rape and torture. People get through that. Just whatever they got to do, they, 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 they survive prisoner war camps. They survive torture. But we were never meant to survive in life. We were meant to thrive. And so we're supposed to renew. Now, renewal, notice the renew. See, you're making something new again. You're going back to the original form. And what we need to do as an individual, as a country, is we need to renewal. We need to remember who we are. We need to remind ourselves of why we are here. And we need to recommit to our cause, our mission, which is who we are, what we do, and the quality in which we do it. And see, our God knows our frame. Our God is creator. And so there's something called the Shema. It's in Deuteronomy 6. The Shema is only one of two prayers that are specifically commanded in the Torah. It is the oldest fixed daily prayer in Judaism, recited morning and night since ancient times. And it consists of three biblical passages. But the Shema is the Hebrew word that begins the most important prayer in Judaism. It's found in Deuteronomy 6, 4, I think it's through 9, which begins with the command to hear. That's what Shema means, to hear. And think about what is talking to yourself. It's thinking. And when you're talking to yourself, you're hearing yourself have a conversation. You've got to hear the whole Shema prayer is spoken daily in Jewish tradition. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall walk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and of your gates. See, the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. And let's be honest, America is confused the world's confused. Well, America's confused about who we are and why we're here. And so Americans are confused. And we're overwhelmed. And you know what happens when you get confused and overwhelmed? You forget things. You get lost. You freak out. And that's what's happening in America. The Shema prayer was so influential and important that Jesus used it as the beginning of his answer to the greatest commandment question in Mark 12. Remember, one of the scribes came up, uh, heard them disputing which with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Jesus, which commandment is the most important of all? And Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. See, God knows us. God, whatever he gives us choices, gives us two or less, and it's always two. It's always two. Light or darkness, blessing or curse, wicked or righteous, saved or unsaved, child of God or child of the world, life or death, the narrow path or the wide path. And what's going on right now is we're confused. We're overwhelmed. 
And ladies and gentlemen, there's only one solution to your confusion. There's only one solution to your overwhelmingness, and that is to remember, to remind, to go back to your first love, to remind yourself who you are, to remind yourself what you're called to do, and to remind yourself the quality in which you are to do it. So I am Mr. Black, and I will be right back. Could it be I do not want to believe that. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerislein, our guests like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saylor. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. It's Outdoor News Radio. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. For too long, the federal government has used the power of the state as a weapon against people of faith. 
bullying and even punishing Americans for following their religious beliefs. It's been happening. That is why I am signing today an executive order to defend the freedom of religion and speech in America, the freedoms that we've wanted, the freedoms that you fought for so long, and we are doing it in just a little while right over here. And we're doing it right over here. What are we doing? We're delivering radio that's inspirational, educational, and applicational. I am black, and you are back being under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Why? Because we're living life like it matters. There's only one choice, right? We got this life, and we get to live it, so you might as well live it like it matters. And today, we're talking about re- Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go back. It's time to start anew. It's time to remind ourselves again of who we are as individuals as a country, of why we're here as individuals as a country, of the quality in which we do what we do as individuals in a country. We've lost that. We've forgotten that. And what brought this about is I'm reading a great book, a great book, uh, where did it go, by Michael Youssef about problems today. It's called In Hope for This Present Crisis. Remember, the number one commodity of a leader is hope. Uh, And right now we have an administration, a president that's delivering no hope at all. He's destroying our country. He's creating a race war. He's uh, making us dependent on foreign oil. Uh, He's redoing all those uh, executive orders that Trump did. He's redone them all. He got rid of them all. Not a joke. Uh, Man, it's, it's scary. It's scary. People need to wake up. And so what Dr. Youssef did, he had seven, a seven-step process for getting us back on our moral compass because we've lost our moral compass. We used to be the shining light on the hill. Uh, man, people used to look to us as hope. Uh, we used to be a Christian nation. Uh, we used to be a lot of things. It's time to go back. It's time to start anew. Uh, it's time to remind ourselves again of our founding principles. And the seven-step path to restoring a world gone mad, I would suggest an America gone mad by Dr. Youssef in his book, In Hope for the Present Crisis, is remember the truth, restore the soul, revitalize the family, reestablish the classroom, respect our freedoms, reform our society, revive the church. And as I'm reading this list, all I keep seeing is re, 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 re. And so I guess God is reminding me to go back, to go back. You know, we talked earlier about the Shema, where God knows us, he created us, right? In Jeremiah 1.5, you know, in Jeremiah, when Jeremiah was called to be a prophet, he's like, you know, he did the old Moses thing. Who am I? Uh, I'm not good at words. Maybe you should pick my brother Aaron. He's better with words, right? Blah, 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 right? And yet, and then what is God's response? He says, I know you. He says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Did you hear that? Before. He was even a cell in his mother's womb. God said he knew him. He said, before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. See, God knows our frame. God knows the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. That's why he gave us the word of God. 
so we can remember, remind, we can see how other people went through situations. We can remember how God delivered people even when it looked helpless and hopeless. We can reminded that with God, all things are possible. We can be reminded that in my weakness, his strength is perfected. We can be reminded that I must decrease so he can increase because we get full of ourselves. We start smelling ourselves. We start believing we're all that, and that's one big lie. And think about this. Jesus even addressed this issue when he spoke to the church of Ephesus in the book of Revelations. You know, second chapter, when he's talking to the churches, the seven churches, right? He says, to the angel of the church in Ephesus, right, the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands, I know your works your toil and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for the name's sake, and you have not grown weary. Listen, here's the big but. Beware of the big but. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned your first love. Do you hear it? You have forgotten you have moved away from, you have strayed. I'm using my own verbiage now, but I have this against you. You have abandoned the love you had at first. And then his first sentence of the next verse is to remember. Now think about that word remember. That is to put something back together. Think about Mr. Potato Head. You had the potato shell, the body, and then you had arms, legs, bow ties, ears, nose, eyes. And every time you put the arms and legs back on Potato Head, you know what you did to him? You remembered him. And this is what God's calling us to do, to put it back together. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. And then the next word is another word, repent. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Now, here's an interesting word, repent. You know what the word means? Change your mind. Turn. Do something different. And ladies and gentlemen, we've been in a pandemic. I should say it's a pandemic. This was all about removing Donald Trump from office. Let's be honest. You're getting ready to find that out. It's what this whole thing was about. Yeah, there's a real virus. Yeah, it's a bad flu bug. But not half a million people in America have not died because of the COVID-19. Not even close. I don't even think that number's even in the, in the ballpark. I think it's probably one-fifth of that, if that. It was a bad flu season. You missed it by oh, that it much. Worse. But we made it worse. If you look at all things, I wondered early on if what they were doing was like prolonging it. Because everything they told us to do flies in the face of medicine. Everything they told us to do made it feel to me like they wanted to keep this thing around as long as they could to make it as bad as they could. And so you got to remember that we are called to repent, to change our mind, to turn, to do something different. Just like Jesus told the church, you got to go back to your first love. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to go back to those remembrances. We've got to remind ourselves of the three R's of renewal. Remember who we are. Remind ourselves of why we are here. Recommit to our cause, our mission. And our mission consists of three things. It's who we are. It's what we do. And it's the quality in which we do it. That is the key. 
if you find yourself in this position, ask God to have mercy on you and to rekindle your love for him. Now, there's an interesting word, rekindle. What? It's one of our re-words. Do you know what kindle means? Is to light or set on fire. You know what kindling is? It's a little stuff that you use to create a big fire. Because for you can have a big fire on these big, thick logs. I built fires. I built big fires. I walk on fire. I've walked on fire probably a thousand times. I've probably taken tens of thousands of people across 1,600 to 1,800 degree coals. I know how to build a fire. I built fires that are 15 feet tall. Big fires. <gasps> and so I know how to use kindling. I know how to kindle. And we need to rekindle. We need to rekindle our our relationship with our spouses, with our children, with our country, with our God. We need some of this fire, this rekindling. Remember and repent and do the first works. Recalling our salvation experience is the same thing. Recalling why we're here. What if today was your last day on this planet? How would you want to be remembered? What type of parent do you want to be? What type of spouse do you want to be? When you stand before God, because the Bible says it's appointed for man to die one time and then to be judged, and you'll either stand in front of the great white throne judgment of God, which means you're going to hell, it's a works-based judgment, and you're not good enough, or you're on, and standing in front of the bema seat of Christ, which is like the Olympic judge, and the Olympic judge doesn't decide whether you get in the Olympics, you're already in the Olympics, or you wouldn't be standing in front of the Olympic judge. You know that judge decides what your rewards are, and ladies and gentlemen, It's time to live our life again like it mattered. It's time to shake off the pandemic. It's time to shake off the lies of critical race theory, the lies of the 1619 Project, the lies of the progressives and the Democrats. It's time to remind ourselves who we are as Americans. It's time to remind ourselves who we are as followers of Jesus Christ. It's time to remind ourselves that we are supposed to be the shining light on the hill. And if you need some remembrance, go to likeitmatters.net. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. said, I see America not in the setting sun of a black night of despair. I see America in the crimson light of a rising sun, fresh from the burning creative hand of God. I see great days ahead for men and women of will and vision. I've never felt more strongly that America's best days and democracy's best days lie ahead. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Ringing Liberty 